0: get into Matt Damon and just feel about I am very disappointed ah screw this I'm walking out
1: Walks Out the movie game show podcast Welcome to Walked Out, the movie game show podcast. Like the title suggests, this is a movie game show. We play games based around our movies and reviews until by the end of the season, we have a final victor. I'm Stuart, this week's host. I'm a double agent for the Irish Mafia, playing both sides so I always come out on top. Joining me from the surface of Mars, women everywhere are begging us to bring him home, It's our resident Martian Matt. Hey, I
2: wasn't sure if you were going to say me or Amy.
1: (laughs) And finally, she's one inch tall and worth a million dollars. It's Amy.
0: Oh, you're such a babe. <laughs> Sorry, you're putting me down as downsizing. I like that
2: movie. I, I never saw that movie. But
1: so, how have you guys both been?
2: Uh, I've been all right, I guess. I watched Contagion.
1: How is that? Which
2: was the worst possible choice. <laughs> it's actually really good. Uh, there's a whole lot of moments where you're like, oh. Someone, anyone, anyone should have watched this movie like five years ago. It's like they're talking about social distancing and explain and how they'll like how they're going to explain the R naught stuff to politicians.
0: My colleagues yeah. at work they watched it whilst we were still at work and they were like, it's frigging terrifying. It's terrifying. Yeah. So I did really want to watch that, but I didn't get round to it this week, unfortunately. There was lots of Matt Damon movies that I needed to get to.
2: I was tempted by that. It was way less hard-hitting than I thought it would be.
0: Do you think it's a bit cheeky that Netflix sort of put a lot of these films out during this time?
2: Oh, yeah. They're Contagion. They had another one that's almost the same.
0: They put
1: Relatability first. That's why our fun weird fact about netflix is that you notice in a lot of the pilot episodes of their shows the main characters have sex or talk about having sex that makes them more relatable to the audience yes the
2: audience of people who are who are not paying attention to the movie and having sex
1: i thought that wasn't true but then i thought about it the openings think about pilot episodes to some of your favorite netflix originals how many times do they have sex or how many times do they talk about having sex? Maybe it's that
0: sex sells. I mean, that's yeah. the number one rule, isn't it? That sex sells.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. We're more likely to relate to them. But in the meantime, boom, boom. So this week's theme, you've chosen Matt Damon. Matt. So what was your thought process? I did choose Matt Damon. So why Matt Damon? Do you just like his name? or um,
2: No, it's, it's partly the name. It's partly, I watched one of his movies recently that was really good. So,
0: just wanted to explore him a bit more. Yeah. Just get into Matt Damon and just feel about.
2: <laughs> just get deep into Matt Damon.
0: See what you find.
1: He's my mum's favorite actor. She's the. Just-
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey.
2: <laughs> yeah, you got the Oscar early on. As far
0: as favorite actor goes, I feel my week has been much like Matt Damon's career in that it's been quite up and down. Really? There's been a lot of really big, really good roles. And then there's been some like I told you guys that I as soon as we finished hmm. recording the last um episode, the Johnny Depp episode.
2: The Depp episode.
0: Um Matt said it's going to be Matt Damon week I went onto Netflix I typed in Matt Damon and I found Ocean's Eleven so I started watching Ocean's Eleven because I I do really enjoy that film and then I saw Ocean's Twelve was on there so (laughs) I watched Ocean's Twelve and then by the end of the evening I had watched All three ocean films and that name is only the supporting actor and i was like i can't use any of this
2: he's a wily pickpocket and also you can use those
0: i mean
1: he's in it enough you could have if you wanted but that segues nicely into our first game whose review
2: i like how that segued into the first game because i was going to segue into oceans 8 because i really liked that movie
0: we watched that in the recliner seats, didn't we? When it was a really hot day and we wanted air con. So we were like, yeah. let's just go watch the new Ocean we did. film. Yes. <laughs>
2: it was the only reason we went to see a movie. It got air conditioning.
1: That was a good day. So our first game, Who's Review, where Matt and Amy have picked a Matt Damon movie each. they are read out three reviews, two of which are real online reviews, and one is their own. Our job, and yours, is to guess the movie... And for bonus points, can we guess which movie is their review? So, Matt or Amy, say heads or tails. Tails. Matt goes first.
0: Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm just living with the fact that I'll right. never go first, ever. <laughs> no, not
1: bad, actually,
2: no. <laughs> Well, you've got to say the right heads or tails, Amy. It's very simple. Okay. Right. Review number one is the worst review of the three. It's titled... It's 3 stars out of 10, and it's titled, I couldn't have cared less about blank. I don't know. I just can't get into a film where three-fourths of the way into it brackets actually all of the way into it. I wouldn't have cared one way or another if the main character stepped in front of a speeding bus. Matt Damon's character was so unlikable that I stopped caring what was going on in the movie. The same year that this movie came out, Jack Nicholson made me care about an unlikable character in as good as it gets. Matt Damon couldn't do that for me. 3 stars. Starting off, like, upbeat and happy.
0: Right.
1: Now, I'm trying to think of where Matt Damon might be an unlikable character. And the only the immediate example is maybe Suburbatory for me. It's <gasps> mm. because he's a vill- he is a straight-up villain in that movie.
0: He is villainous, but I don't know. Uh,
1: he is straight-up, not villainous, straight-up mm. bad guy in that movie.
2: I would reply to that, but I plead the fifth so
1: you can plead the fifth we'll get the truth out of you one way or another okay three fourths maybe third i'm leaning at suburbatory because that one has some questionable pacing but i was hooked the whole way through
0: i loved in fact i had to stop myself from watching it a (laughs) hundred times over the last week so i was like amy you've already seen it a hundred times you can't watch it another hundred times watch something you haven't seen for goodness sake women this is the point of this podcast.
2: right view number two eight out of ten stars if a friend came to me and told me they'd never seen this movie i'd immediately show them this movie it's not perfect the screenplay is excellent and was famously penned by the co-stars and some of your favorite quotes are entirely ad libbed <gasps> the relationships are heartwarming the character's likable but it's let down by its own pretentiousness right in the middle the ending might sell you again but some of the most famous lines are a bit cringe when you step outside and look back in time eight out of ten
0: so i've i think i've just emotionally recovered from this film i'm i'm starting to think goodwill hunting because i did kind i kind of agreed with that where they were like the it gets a bit pretentious in the middle because there was so many like deep conversations and that i was a little bit like we're just not we're just not getting very far into this
1: i'm thinking goodwill hunting As well, because that's where Matt Damon isn't necessarily a likable character to get going. And it was famously written by him and Mm. uh, Ben Affleck. All
2: right. Review number three. This is 10 out of 10. and It's called Well Damn. 10 out of 10. I've been wanting to watch this movie forever, but I never felt like it was the right time. Yesterday, however, I finally sat back to enjoy myself a nice movie with some of my favourite actors, brackets, David Damon and Williams. I enjoyed it, but in a very different way from what I had expected. I went through a roller coaster of emotions. I laughed, I cried, brackets, a lot, I got frustrated, and so much more. This was, for me, definitely the right time to watch this movie. It's mostly about finding yourself and what you want in life, and I think I really needed to hear many things that were said in it. It opened my eyes my mind, and I already know that this movie is going to have a huge impact on the rest of my life. I love everything about it. Without a doubt, a movie everyone should watch at least once. 10 out of 10.
0: Definitely what I'm thinking then, I think. Definitely.
1: Right. But thought process first before we give the big reveal, but... Yes. Process your thoughts. Finding yourself is a big part of one of the main themes of that movie. Okay. Amy, after three, shall we say it together?
0: One, two, three...
1: Goodwill
0: hunting. hunting. A point each. Yay!
1: Now, I've not actually watched Goodwill Hunting.
2: Oh, you should watch it. I will immediately show you it, according to this review.
1: <laughs> according to that review. And, yeah, I've heard a lot of positive things about it. It's just, I'm one of those cynics. I don't always watch a movie if I know it's going to be good. Oh, I know what you mean. Do
0: you know what I really struggled with? And I'm really annoyed that it took me this long to watch it. But I... If, if I had known that Matt Damon's character was called Will Hunting, I would have watched it sooner. I was <laughs> the same. Because I didn't really understand the title. I heard from all these other references that it's this deep emotional movie and it's so mm. abstract and stuff. And I'm just like, what is this bullshit title that they've given it? Like, I don't understand it. And then as soon as I started watching it and he ha- like shows his ID or something that says Will Hunting, I'm like, for goodness sake, like, oh, oh it's good, Will Hunting.
1: For the longest time, I thought Robin Williams was his dad and Matt Damon was the son and they went out hunting with good intentions or something. But it wasn't before I researched the movie and found out that (laughs) <laughs> the whole that I realized that it's not that kind of movie because when the posters they're always outdoors I thought they were yeah. hunting
2: oh yeah all the posters are usually like Boston Woodlands or something
1: yeah Woodlands where are you gonna <laughs> <laughs> so it was good
2: good Williams huntings <laughs> <laughs> the oh, pivotal
0: wow. the pivotal conversation happens in, in like the, in sort of a park by a lake. So that's the image that you see everywhere is of mm. that first pivotal conversation, which is, yeah, really important to the film.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Before you two try and guess which review was mine for the bonus point, I would like to share with you the most cursed fact about this movie I have found from cursed. IMDb trivia. Mm-hmm. Yes. The fact goes as such. Initially, producer Harvey Weinstein didn't want Minnie Driver at all for the role of Skylar, feeling she wasn't cute enough. Because Gus, Matt, and Ben wanted her in the movie, Weinstein, Weinstein ultimately relented, and Driver went on to be nominated for Best Actress. See, this is what I mean by cursed.
0: <laughs> I did. I saw that. At the at the start of it, when I saw the Weinstein brothers came up, I was a little bit like, <laughs> Why have I rented this film? Why have I paid money for this? Um, but I absolutely love Mini Driver. I mean,
2: he's in prison and what we know from Monopoly is that he still made money from that.
1: And regrettably, because of how rights work, he always will. Mm-hmm. So
0: I think right, give us give us the headlines for the for the three reviews.
2: So the first one absolutely shat on the movie. The second one was the, if a friend came to me, I'd show them the movie and it called it Pretentious in the Middle. And the third one said it was, everyone should see it at least once.
0: I think it's the second one because you agreed with me that it does get a bit pretentious in the middle. So I'm going to go with the second one.
1: I'm going to disagree. I'm going to go with number three, simply because the moment I said I hadn't watched it, you were very for me uh watching it but we'll see what happens it
2: is mine is review number two if a friend came to me i'd show them this movie
1: right so that's uh two points to amy one point to myself so amy's one step closer to getting her name another mark on that tally board for the end of the season so amy it's your turn review review the fuck out of us
0: review number one i thoroughly enjoyed this movie it gave us a look into humanity's future. Uh, Just look around you now. Shalto Copley stole the whole mm. show. Great performance like he gave in District 9. People should watch it again now. They might have a different feeling about its message.
1: Uh, who's Shalto Copley?
0: He is the South African in District 9. The one that um, turns into the prawn. Hmm.
2: I have gotten nothing from this, unless it is Contagion, because of the bit about re-watching it today
1: <laughs> I think
2: Unless it's downsizing, th- maybe
1: Okay, looking at society mm-hmm. a movie about society set in the future there's one movie that comes to mind I will wait until the second review before making a Thank guess you.
0: Okay, so the second review is less positive <laughs> Political parallels on immigration and car systems is basic at best. For a 13-year-old socialist, this is up there with the Bible. As Neil Blomkamp dives further into the future, he pulls the audience into a fable of morals, rather than letting them experience the injustice themselves through cinema. Not only that, but the characters are unbelievable and unlikable anyways. Speaking of which, Matt Damon was the wrong choice. The role should not have been led by a Caucasian American man. Disappointed, this is not Blomkamp's best.
2: What is Blomkamp's best?
0: (laughs) District (laughs) 9.
2: Hmm... I mean, yeah, it's sounding very sci-fi.
0: You both it over.
1: I'm a little bit, I'm okay. I'm a little bit torn away now. I, I think it's either Elysium, uh, set in the future. I, yeah, okay, I just said that out loud. Set in the future, so it's not the Great War.
0: a tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> <In>, yeah. <today>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows what this film is? <laughs> I did really enjoy the great wall i think visually obviously because it's the great wall visually it had to be a good film but just by the by i did enjoy the great Wall. i might
1: give that a go i didn't watch that because i just
2: (laughs) (laughs) i mean elysium sounds right though because it's got the like two layers of society it's got the politics Mm. it's set in the future i don't know if it was Blumkamp camp though yeah (laughs) also until stuart mentioned it right now i'd forgotten matt damon was in elysium so
1: (laughs) but that's my one thing because i know i remember i haven't actually watched elysium but i remember from the trailers there's a big emphasis on the rich people got their special machines that remove illnesses poor people are so oppressed so That big emphasis on class. It's
2: basically the same plot as Alita Battle Angel. Like you've got the upper city and the lower city and, you know, they've got to get up there and get to the rich people.
1: So there you go. Alita stole from Elysium. You heard it here first.
2: But seriously, though, it's got like robot suits. It's got the two-layer society. It's got got Mm -hmm. Matt Damon as a teenage girl. I
0: think with Elysium, he did actually write it. As a visual novel To start with Because he sort of had it In his back drawer For a while So that's quite A cool little fact That before he actually Started writing the screenplay He sort of Accumulated his thoughts About Elysium Into um, a graphic novel Okay Third review This one I really Struggled to get through So This is A really awesome Movie (laughs) This is a really awesome movie. Not Zootopia awesome, but it satisfies. (laughs) To
2: Snickers, it really satisfies.
0: You know that that animated film with the bunnies and the foxes? (laughs) We're talking sci-fi dystopia and then
1: Zootopia comes
0: out. Zootopia. (laughs) Not Zootopia
2: Awesome (laughs) There's utopia, dystopia and zootopia Yeah
0: This is a really awesome movie Not Zootopia awesome But it satisfies The action is pretty good And I never got bored Some people don't like this movie And that's because they think it's racist the reason I watched this movie is because Charlotte Copley is in it. That guy is a freaking mastermind. This is way better than District 9 in every way. I just imagine that entire review in an American accent. I would have done it in an American accent if if I had the balls to, but
1: <laughs> I mean try.
0: That's because they think it's racist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of animated movies that Matt Damon has been in. I might be completely wrong. Maybe it's not an animated movie. But
2: Wait, I didn't say it was animated. It just compared it to Zootopia, didn't it?
0: It really like I just wouldn't take any notice about Zootopia comment <laughs>
1: Yeah. Because the only animated movie I can think of that Matt Damon has been in is uh, Spirit, Stallion of the. What's oh, it? Don't that remind horse me. movie. I had an ex girlfriend that loved that movie. And
0: I have a story about that. And I think I've told Matt this before. <laughs> but when I was younger, everyone told me to oh. watch Spirited Away. <laughs> like, watch Spirited Away. you love Spirited Away. But in my head, I thought they were talking about this horse film. And I was like, why would you want to watch like a horse film? Like, I'm not a horse girl, you know, I'm not a horsey. I was never into horses, never really understood the appeal of them. And so every time, and I think Matt, at one point you were like, oh, just watch Spirited Away, Amy, you'll really like it. Why have you not watched it? <laughs> and I think I said to you, I was like, what, the horse film? And you were I like, what? No, it's like anime. I remember this now. I was like, "Oh, f-
2: <laughs> I had no idea what the fuck you were talking about. I've never heard of the of the other one."
0: <laughs> That's the Matt Damon horse film. I always got that confused with Spirited <laughs> Away.
1: <laughs> but back to the game, Matt. Oh shit! There's a game I we're have, playing. Yes. Uh, so, based <laughs> on those three reviews, which seem to speak a lot about the society that we live in, and the bottom text that comes with it, I think I've got to lean to Elysium. I think it's the only thing that comes to mind.
0: What about you, Matt?
2: I I also think Elysium.
0: You both are correct. It is Elysium. Well done. Yes!
1: (laughs) Man, I'm so glad. That came up on none of my lists this week. I was researching Matt Damon movies. That movie for me, it's not talked about.
2: Matt Damon, Battle Angel.
0: I thought of it straight away. Um, because I just have really strong feelings towards it. Very
2: strong feelings, eh? Why do you have such strong feelings about it?
0: I have strong feelings about it because of what District 9 did for me. Um... With
1: that reason, then, um, I'm going to make my guess that you were in review number one, Amy's review, because you said some positive things about um, what... about the to the district nine guy and uh about the themes of the movie
0: review number one so the first review was gave us a look into humanity's future charlotte copley stole the show the second one was um the sort of metaphors on immigration and customs were were basic and uh matt damon was not the right that right actor choice And then the third one was the infamous Zootopia review. So Stuart's going with one.
2: Okay, I'm going to be different and guess review number two.
0: Review number two.
2: And neither of us are going to think you wrote that sentence about Zootopia unless you're double bluffing right now.
0: (laughs) Not Zootopia awesome, but it's satisfying.
1: (laughs) I want to know this person's thought process. Okay, confirmed. It was not number three.
0: It was number two. Was, oh, I man. hated that film. <laughs> I hated it. I didn't think that Matt Damon was the right choice for the role. I thought it was actually kind mm. of uncomfortable that, and it was a bit Hollywood that this white American man was going to be leading all of yeah. these South Americans to freedom. It felt a bit, a bit iffy. Mm.
2: It's being the white savior, basically.
0: And also, I. Placing it so far into the future, Mm. that whole socialist sort of message, I think, just gets completely lost because it's no longer something in our time that we're dealing with right now. It's future us problem, you know? (laughs)
1: yeah okay so that brings us to a three-way tie actually uh amy got two three way yeah amy got two points matt has got two points and i've got two points from both games so it's time for a super duper tiebreaker time it's time for shooting blanks so start off um i'm going to read the synopsis but with the words blanked out and the quittest to guess the movie wins the round and then we're just going to continue so then it'll be Amy to read a synopsis and then Matt map until one of us wins uh, two out of three. <clears throat> the owner of a blank, blank, blank trying to attract tourists with a thrilling new exhibit but a deadly giant breaks loose deadly and terrorises the blank. <gasps>
2: Is it Jurassic
0: World? Yes. You cheat. <laughs> Man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay so that's a point to matt you're currently okay so that's a point to matt amy do you want to give your synopsis so it's between me and matt
0: okay using a sharp blade fingered blank a disfigured slasher named blank blank creeps into the night and turns his victims blank into reality
1: okay uh freddy krueger
0: it's not freddy krueger oh,
2: fa- uh, yeah, no, no, correct <laughs> yes. my brain my brain kept going scary terry from rick and
0: water <laughs> scary
2: terry <laughs> it's a legally distinct knockoff of a thing all right <laughs> uh, it's a point to stewart sorry you're the host
1: So, yes, you are correct, Matt. A point to Stuart. So me and Matt are on three each.
2: All right, here we go. In 20 blank, a hired gun, Joseph Gordon blank, gets rich killing people who are sent from blank. But what will he do when his new target is blank? (laughs) Is It is Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I know why I said Joseph Gordon blank. (laughs) I blanked way too little of his name.
0: You know, I instantly went, Batman... And then my head just started going, how that ended with, with, is he Robin now? I just I just went off on a complete Batman tangent then as soon as I thought of him.
1: I went Batman as well. Oh.
0: Well, well done, Stuart. Congratulations.
1: Um, I am the winner this week. you given me one point on that magic tally board which will take us one step closer to the secret prize Ooh, at the end of the season coming episode 12 or is it episode 13
0: so 13 is the finale so the tally so far is Matt won episode one uh I won last week and shoot you've won this week congrats
1: so it's still all to play for no one's out of the running yet uh join us next week where we'll talk about a new set of movies, new set of reviews. Uh, Amy, you're the host next week. What is our theme? What do you want us watching?
0: I am very excited about this. I think it's really going to push you guys into a different genre that you might not know too well.
1: I am enchanted and
0: terrified. Both of you have quite creative and musical girlfriends. So I think they're really going to enjoy the week coming up. So my theme for next week is, drum roll please, curtains rising for movie musicals.
1: Musicals? Oh man, this is going to be great. So
0: I'm not counting things like um, you know Taylor Swift Americana or Rocket Man or Bohemian Rhapsody—they're Re- they're biographies, aren't they? We're talking proper fictional stage musicals. So Les Mis, uh, Hairspray, West Side Story.
2: Uh, I was really hoping you were going to count those
0: <laughs> proper musical theatre. La La Land. So many guys And I'm so excited to see what you bring back next week With you
1: Oh okay so Okay proper musical theatre But on the big screen
0: No pitch perfect Proper Spontaneous fictional On the side of the road singing I hate
2: you so fucking much Amy You've ruled out like All of the musicals that I've seen like i've not watched the stage musical types you said musicals and i was like oh i've seen pitch perfect and rocket man and then you were like no rocket man no pitch perfect
0: (laughs) you're gonna love this and i think lucy's gonna love dragging you through this see i'm really pushing you guys this week and i'm so excited to see what you're gonna bring back
1: okay so thank you so much for joining us and join us again next week i've been Stuart.
2: I've been Matt Pritchard, no relation.
0: And I am Amy. I'll see you guys next time. See you later. Bye. Bye.